0: If you're like me, this little 16-bit tune brings back some memories. Do you remember this one, Michael? Of course, this game was a classic. In fact, the franchise still lives on today. Yeah, we're talking about Madden Football, a video game franchise that really was in the making since 1984, if you could believe that, before console gaming was really even popularized. I mean, I think Nintendo wasn't even out in the United States back then.
1: But it was in the dining car of an Amtrak train traveling from Denver, Colorado to Oakland, California in 1984. Well, you could say that was when the Madden video game franchise was born. And today, we're going to bring you an episode
0: on the incredible product journey of Madden NFL football. In part, to honor the recent passing of American football legendary coach and broadcaster, and in a way, product person, John Madden. In this very special bonus episode of Rocketship.fm.
1: Welcome to Rocketship.fm.
0: Rocket FM is produced in partnership
1: with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito.
0: As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So, whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit hackerone.com slash AI safety security. Again, hackerone.com slash AI safety security.
1: join us, go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is and save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. John Madden was larger than life and we could tell you who he was, but it's probably better if someone else did.
0: Yeah, how about award-winning sportscaster Joe Buck in this episode of A Football Life back from 2017? Here's Joe Buck.
2: Okay, so there's this guy, and he's a big guy. He was an ex-offensive lineman. Then he became a head coach in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders. He wore a lot of bad 70s clothes, and he was the head coach of this team. It was just a itch-in-the-mouth, crazy football team and then he gets out and then the next thing you know he's in these beer commercials and he's he's busting through walls and 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 he becomes a broadcaster and he he says boom and whap and he's drawn on a and he gets really loud, and he gets really
3: fast. That's the old body slam, you know, like they do in wrestling?
2: He rides around in a bus. He doesn't like being in a plane across the country, going from town to town, game to game, city to city. People can't get close enough to him, but he's kind of a loner. He's a guy that likes his privacy, but on Sunday, he will light up your television screen with words that aren't even words.
3: Boom, right there, that's a wham block.
2: That's John Madden, and he's dearly missed in the game today.
0: He's dearly missed in the game, and with his recent passing, he's dearly missed in this world already. But his legacy will definitely live on. It'll live on for so many reasons and so many different ways, but we're going to dig into one of the legacies that he leaves behind, Madden NFL football, the video game franchise.
1: And this isn't just any video game franchise. It's one of the most successful sports game franchises of all time. According to the New York Post, the Madden games have equated to more than $4 billion in sales and have appeared on more than 30 different platforms.
0: The kids just starting to play Madden today on platforms like PS4, PS5, Xbox, even on iPhone and Android devices, it's actually possible that their parents or even grandparents played Madden NFL football when they were about their age, which is kind of wild to think about.
1: <laughs> that is really wild, but what made Madden such a great coach and broadcaster translated very well to influencing video games. Here's one of Madden's broadcasting partners, Al Michaels, as he talks about this a bit in a recent segment on NBC Sports.
4: But he was an artist in making the complicated simple. Give him a lane in there making a complex game accessible, understandable, educational, and usually entertaining.
3: See how heat does come out of the top of your head, just cover all
4: The same can be said for his iconic video game. When the software people approached John about putting his name on their idea, if the defense he didn't special. just say yes, he dove in and over the years worked with them to make sure that game was as close to the real deal as possible.
3: This is what the game of football
4: is all about. That people could truly learn the game he loved as they played it.
1: To Madden, simply collecting a check for the rights to slap his name on the video game, that wasn't good enough. The game had to be more than that, it had to be realistic, it had to be instructive, but it almost didn't happen. Mike, remember that Amtrak ride I mentioned earlier? Yeah, that's where you said the NFL video game franchise was actually born, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. But it's also on that very same train ride where, similar to Madden's playing career, the video game franchise was almost over before it even started. On that ride, it was Trip Hawkins, the founder of Electronic Arts Game Studio, or EA, who pitched the idea of John Madden becoming the face of the new football video game EA was planning to release in the coming months. But because EA was producing games for computers that were rudimentary compared to today's standards, not like the PlayStations and Xboxes were used to, Trip floated the idea of the game being 7-on-7, not 11-on-11, which, you know how football is played on every Sunday.
0: Yeah, and and was there an issue with that?
1: A big one, right? Madden <laughs> just looked at him and said, but... That's not football.
0: Well, that is true. We see 22 players on the field every week,
1: not 14. That's right. And Trip Hawkins and his Electronic Arts Studio, if they were going to make the video game as realistic as John Madden wanted to, in order to lend his name to it, it's going to take a little bit more time. In fact, it's going to take a lot more time.
0: Of course, they must have agreed, right? Because we all know the incredible rise of the Madden NFL franchise now.
1: Yes, they ultimately did. Of course, they... Actually, may have felt like they had to. John Madden wasn't EA's first choice to be the face of their upcoming video game. They actually wanted legendary quarterback Joe Montana, but he already had a contract with Atari. Then they approached Cal football coach Joe Cap, but Cap wanted perpetual royalties, and the- he actually turned EA down. So wait a minute, we might
0: have been talking today about the Cap NFL video game franchise.
1: Maybe so, right? But of course. History didn't play out that way. And in 1988, they released the very first Madden NFL game for the Apple II computer, actually. Obviously, the 1988 iteration looked a lot different from the ultra-realistic, almost cinematic version that we see today. But it gave people what they wanted, which really didn't exist. And that was a more realistic version of an NFL-based football game.
0: And that realism, even if it was 1988 realism, (laughs) it made a very big difference to John Madden. This game, it it had to be real. I mean, the offensive linemen had to move like offensive linemen. Talking about this aspect of the game is NFL writer Ken Belson on this NBC News segment.
5: It's interesting looking back how there are just these distinctive chapters to his career. There was the coaching era, then the broadcasting era, but there's a generation of fans who really know him mostly, perhaps totally, as the face of the iconic NFL video game franchise, John Madden Football. What do you make of how someone as old school as Madden became this sort of video game entrepreneur?
4: Well, he was an entrepreneur at heart, and I think what makes the game great and contribution to it was he was a stickler for details. He could have had a video game sort of become uh, just off the shelf, but every single year he wanted to improve the game and he would bring software developers from EA to his home in California and literally go over how to improve the game. Now, he didn't understand the software necessarily but he would try and get them to make the game more realistic. So for instance, um, the offensive line, well, they don't score any points in these video games, but he wanted them to move just like offensive linemen do in real games. It didn't necessarily um, enhance the game other than aesthetics and make it more realistic. And he, software engineers who didn't necessarily know football had to translate his vision for the game into uh, X's and O's. And that that really was uh, the hallmark of it. It's precision and it's realism.
1: It's precision, it's realism, and it's all because John Madden was a product person. Think about it.
0: As product people, John Madden did exactly what we do. He communicated what was important to the team of developers. He articulated the why. Those offensive linemen, they needed to move like offensive linemen
1: because they
0: were offensive linemen. <laughs> I mean, that's how football worked. So that's how this football video
1: game needed to work. Did he know how they'd be able to develop that? No, no, of course not. And let's face it, oftentimes we don't necessarily know how the development team is going to develop what they're going to develop in any product.
0: No, I mean, hey, hopefully we can all speak the same language. But, but even still, even not being able to talk deep tech with the team, it was important to John Madden that he communicated these small details so at least they could understand the intricacies of football and they could get the game right. And many people actually point to that realism as a big differentiator that helped
1: the game stand out, even today. More on the evolution of the Madden NFL franchise after a short break.
0: Before the break, we learned about legendary football coach and broadcaster, John Madden. How he not only lent his name to one of the most prolific sports video game franchises ever, but how he actually became a bit of a product person in the process, sharing his knowledge and insights with the developers of the Electronic Arts Studios. The company that most gamers associate with...
5: EA Sports. It's in the game.
1: That classic catchphrase. Anyway, Madden was a stickler for realism, which was pretty hard in the inaugural 1988 Apple II version of the game. But even still, things like the number of players on the field, the playbook that players got to choose from, all of that really mattered to him.
0: And then just two years later, in 1990 big improvements were made, this time as a console game, specifically for the Sega Genesis. Here's a segment from G4. In
5: 1990, Madden releases his first console game for the Sega Genesis, and fans couldn't be happier. (laughs) Even though it was in its barest, most infantile form, it still got everything that because carry on and made the series great today. I mean, they came up with their interface, the way they handled passing, play calling, everything. I mean, you can look back on that basic game and it's all there.
1: Over the course of the next decade or so, the Madden franchise improved by leaps and bounds. The gameplay became more realistic. There were even more features for players.
0: But there was also more competition. It's not as if VA Sports had an exclusive NFL license for the video game market. There were other NFL-based video games, and when the introduction of the Sony PlayStation came to market, it meant that EA Sports had to step it up and create an even better
1: game for an even more high-tech console. One that actually had some built-in competition. Let's go back to that G4 segment and dig in a bit more. In
5: 1995, Sony Computer Entertainment introduces the PlayStation, a brand new console. Eager to capitalize on this new hardware, EA goes to work. The developer, Visual Concepts, is hired to create the game, but the design team at EA is unhappy. group out in California was working on it, not Tiburon, and it went on forever. Meanwhile, Sony begins work on their own football game, NFL Game Day.
0: And here's Kelly Flock, former CEO of Sony Entertainment, in that same segment.
2: EA Sports was very vulnerable on the new platform because they hadn't made a commitment to PlayStation that we had. For us, it was PlayStation must win or we're all out of, out of work. It was, it was very simple. And uh, for EA, a lot of people believed Sega Saturn was more likely to be a
5: successful platform. Well, they were wrong. Game Day gives Madden a run for its money. It offers a new look with new technology. That's exactly what gamers are looking for.
2: Our first game day was a sprite-based, really 3D environments with with overlaid sprite characters, as was Madden. So we had the market to ourselves at first here, and that really allowed us to establish a sports plan for us
0: you had to stay with you know stay with the technology curve game day surpassed them especially in the the 3D stuff madden got caught with an old engine tried to catch up and missed the boat
5: Madden 96 doesn't ship, and EA loses millions of dollars in development money. But they learn a valuable lesson.
0: Game day made them go back to the drawing board, look at the technology. They had probably gotten a little lazy reusing the same engine.
5: But that's the transition going to a new platform. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what you're going to be doing. And we really just didn't know what we were doing at the time.
0: The missing year. that, That was a leap year, I think. That was a, a pretty brutal time for the Madden franchise, and I know some guys lost their uh, jobs over that one.
5: EA comes through the following year and releases Madden 97. They finally get the chance to go head-to-head with Sony on the PlayStation platform. Took a year to regroup, had Tiburon do the, the code and, and do the game, and the game was, was great.
1: Increased competition a missed year for the Madden franchise, and now they would go head-to-head on the PlayStation franchise.
0: That year, Madden took over NFL Game Day and won out.
1: The following year, though, Game Day was the preferred franchise by fans. And over the years, there would be more competition, not just from NFL Game Day, but later Sega introduced a competitive title with NFL 2K. But really, it's been Madden that over the years, has really become the dominant franchise.
0: Yeah, Ranker.com lists the top 11 football-based video games available on PS4 today, and of the 11, nine of them are just different iterations of Madden NFL football. (laughs) And what's given it its staying power? Well, let's hear from the late John Madden himself. John Madden talked about how the game franchise evolved year after year in the segment from USA Today back in 2010, over a decade ago.
3: So the game changes every year. So we have to change and adapt every year, which is a great thing about it, because if the game stayed the same, with the same players doing the same things year after year, then you wouldn't need a new game every year. But you have to have to keep up with the game, with all these people changing, and we have to change with it. So in essence, we have a new or different game every year. You know, you want to start where it's easy to start where anyone can play it, but no one can ever perfect it. And that's, that's always been our goal.
1: Again, those comments were from over a decade ago, but they still ring true today. Let's take one more quick break and hear from our sponsors, but we'll be right back.
4: Do you? Want to go? Want to go? You want to go? Bring it, Chumpzilla. You couldn't tackle me on a phone booth. You couldn't see me with a telescope. You, you want a piece of this old man? Cry, little
5: boy. Cry. Cry. You ain't ready for me. Get crazy. You feelin' You feeling me? <laughs> oh, I'm feeling you. Looks like the NFL has its game on. Do you? Madden. NFL 2003. If it's in the game. E-A Sports. It's in the game. Rated E for everyone.
0: That was an ad for Madden 2003, one of the many editions that was featured over the last 30-plus years, ever since it first came out initially for the Apple
1: II. Legendary football coach and broadcaster John Madden recently passed away, and this Madden NFL franchise is one of the many legacies that he leaves. People think of him as a Hall of Fame coach, a broadcaster, and a, a person, right? But you don't often hear about them talking about him as a product person, but... Honestly, it's essentially what he was. Yeah, you could certainly say that he was a product manager
0: for EA before (laughs) that was probably even a title they gave to anybody there. And no, he didn't spend all of his time acting as de facto PM for the Madden franchise, but he was always speaking up to the realism of football that needed to be baked into the game.
1: You know, you called him a de facto product manager, and that's basically what he was, but did you know he was almost also the owner? Owner of... Well... Electronic Arts, actually. At least a part owner. After the release of the 1988 Apple II First Edition, Electronic Arts CEO Trip Hawkins reportedly offered John Madden the chance to buy into the company. He offered Madden the opportunity to buy as many shares as he wanted, in fact. And Madden didn't take him up on that? He did not, of course, he was still compensated for his work, but according to ESPN, he told Hawkins, hell, I'm just a football coach. Madden said he pointed with his finger, all knowing, and said, I gave you my time, I'm not giving you my money. <laughs> and so, he didn't. Ten years later, EA stock has written 10x what it was in 1988, and Madden, unfortunately, he didn't benefit.
0: Of course, it's not as if Madden didn't benefit at all. That initial deal he signed with EA back in 1988, it was reportedly worth millions of dollars, which... Back in 1988, that was a lot of money. I mean, heck, even now, millions of dollars is millions
1: of dollars, right? <laughs> and even more recently, it's reported that Madden made about 14 million each year from his work and the use of his name and likeness. All told, he's made about 150 million from his work with EA, which is more than his Hall of Fame coaching and broadcasting career ever brought him combined. In more
0: recent years, there's some criticism of the Madden franchise that each new edition only brings about incremental improvements and roster updates. No, wholesale changes
1: but let's face it it's almost so real now (laughs) that i mean what could you possibly dramatically improve i don't know maybe like
0: take it into the metaverse oh boy here we go (laughs) (laughs) hey there might be something to that anyway though regardless madden is still one of the best if not the best sports franchise of all time selling hundreds of millions of copies and adding billions of dollars in revenue.
1: You have to wonder if John Madden ever thought it would be so successful, honestly. If he ever envisioned that he'd see his name and likeness on so many different editions, playable on so many devices by honestly, so many people.
0: Sadly, we can't ask him today, but we can go back to the USA Today segment and get his take back then on whether he envisioned all of that.
3: Anyone that said that they did is a liar because no one knew we were going to have these things. I mean, you know, you look at all the technology today, when we started this thing over 20, 30 years ago, none of this stuff was there. So to say that, you know, I knew that someday we'd be on telephones, heck, I didn't know everyone was going to have a telephone. So, I mean, the answer is we just kind of grew with the technology. that We were the, the first game, and we developed as a computer game. And then once these hardwares, you know, different hardware started to come in, we had the software that we could adjust and adapt.
1: Adjust and adapt, they did. And uh, we have John Madden to thank for all of it. We'll be back again next
0: week with another bonus episode of Rocketship.fm as we're in between seasons here. For Michael Saka, I'm Mike Belsito, and we'll see you next week.